0: I'm Ian Price. And I'm Harrison Hartzog. Today on 10-Minute Warning, we discuss Jamal Adams
1: using every PR stunt in the book to get out of New York and into the Pacific Northwest. We look at how the NFL is pretty quietly handling two cornerbacks that like to rob people sometimes. Allegedly. I think they did it, but whatever. And we discuss the iPod's old,
0: old competitor from Microsoft that one of us was disappointed to get because their mom wasn't listening. (sighs) I got a random question for you. Here we go. Um, I was thinking about this roommate I had a few years ago. Okay. Um, And by a few years ago, I mean back in college. I don't know when anyone's listening to this, but... um, So how long ago was that, Ian? It's not really important. And it wouldn't be relevant because this is recorded. And then, you know, it would be outdated.
1: Well, this is 2020, so...
0: Yep. And it's not important how long ago college was. What's important is I had this roommate back then, and I just remember that one time I needed to get something out of their room. I went to get in there. It was mm-hmm. it was something I left in there. I wasn't like going through their stuff or whatever. And then on my way out, I noticed that just on the end table, there's a thing of lube. Okay. The lube is just on the table, and I just don't know. Is that common? I mean, where else? I mean, I guess where else do you keep it? But I'm like, shouldn't it be like? On like, on the bottom shelf of a table or something, just, like, it's
1: prominently displayed. Only when your mom comes over.
0: Yeah, I mean, just, that's what I was saying. It's, like, it can't be great placement. I mean, any other day of the week, yeah, it's just sitting on top of the coffee table for us. Okay. Well, maybe I'm weird, then.
1: I don't know. I just think that I would just put it away somewhere. If you found it in, like, the fridge or in the living room, then it might be a little weird, but... As long as it's in the bedroom, it's fine.
0: So you're saying I should stop keeping mine in the fridge? Yeah. 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 Don't drink it.
1: Are you sure it doesn't say refrigerate after opening? Pretty sure it doesn't say that. I mean, unless you want that cool feeling sensation.
0: Warning, product is now void if you put it in fridge. Yes. Do not take our advice
1: on how to use. Disclaimer, not real lube advice. Yeah. Now we have like... 5,000 people writing us saying, hey, I tried your idea. <laughs> so first, I guess let's talk about Jamal Adams.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, he officially shamed his way out of New York. Yeah.
1: He had some people pissed at him.
0: Yeah. He he spoke to the New York Post to talk about how the coach just did not have the right type of leadership. Um, You know, it, the owner didn't have the right type the of the owner. Leadership. Yeah. He talked about the owner, especially after some Allegations related to Woody Johnson's post as an ambassador for the United States. Something came up with that. Um, pretty abnormal for a player on his team to comment about that aspect, right? Right. Chances are, if you're a player, you're not worried about the owner and what they're doing as an ambassador for the country. You're just making sure you get your money and not talking about them. Well, times have changed, so... Yeah, and Jamal Adams has an interesting situation because his dad had his career kind of cut short because of injury. Mm -hmm. So he literally lived through that. He lived through somebody not getting to play out their career. So I can see why on his end he wanted to make sure he got his money. But on the other end, he was almost willing to do it at no cost. And then there's the whole Le'Veon Bell angle. You saw this, right? I did. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell feels played because it kind of was like Jamal Adams was petitioning to get him to New York. And then now Bell's, he signed his big deal in New York. And then Adams literally didn't even finish out his
1: deal there, just took off. Yeah, it did sound like uh, when Le'Veon Bell was looking for a team, Jamal Adams was a big voice and persuading him to come to the Jets.
0: He was like one of the biggest cheerleaders trying to bring him in. And let's face it. Le'Veon Bell, this is kind of like he was trying to buy a house and his friend recommended a realtor, and now he's got a place with a bunch of black mold in the basement. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he's stuck in New York. He thought he was moving to the city and he's in New Jersey. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of angles to this. The Jets, I think they
1: got the better end of the deal. I mean, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as the future goes, they definitely did.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's the same thing. I mean, it's like the Jets always have future picks.
1: Yeah. They, and the
0: Seahawks are always trading away their
1: first-round picks. And the Seahawks are still at the top, and the Jets are still at the bottom.
0: Exactly. And it's like, at a certain point, those picks have to work, i.e. Right. Adams, and then they don't want to stay there. I mean, this is one thing that got me about what he said in his article with the New York Post. Adam Gase, mm-hmm. he said that instead of giving them a pump-up speech at halftime or something like that, if there's a speech— he would just let another coach do it and he would just like go back to offensive planning. You want to hear from the head coach. Yeah. You want to hear the head coach say something, right? Right. I can imagine, even if it had to be quick, even if you had to be concise, like, okay, I've got to do some planning, but first, or go do some planning, give the speech right before they go back out. Right. I don't know. But I mean, pros obviously different with so many grown men in there. There's usually like, Maybe a Ray Lewis type in any, you know, specific locker room that gives the, yeah, and they give the real speeches. Maybe the Jets are missing that kind of leadership and maybe Adams still being on his rookie deal is used to seeing that from the coach. Like you would in college. Well, I would expect Adams to be one of the leaders. If he's a captain, you would think that wouldn't you? Yeah. Instead, he was like petitioning Cowboys players to let the brass know, to let Jerry Jones and Steven Jones know that he would like to be on that team. Not anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah, and now he's on the Seahawks, and at the same time as the Seahawks get Jamal Adams, they lose one of our favorite athletes slash (laughs) thieves, Quentin Dunbar. Um, Quentin Dunbar is on the exempt list, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing happened with DeAndre Baker. Yep. So they're both on the exempt list, and um, this got done pretty quietly. I'm sure that everyone's gonna be talking about Jamal Adams all day, but just so you know, the cornerbacks we've been telling you about that allegedly robbed several people.
1: And it doesn't seem too much alleged anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean there's no there's nobody coming out saying they didn't do it. Right. Yeah. It's uh it looks pretty much like they did it, but we're not we're not gonna play the judge, jury, and executioner here.
1: Well, I am. Oh, well, okay. I am not. I am. they to me they're no, I'm just kidding. they're guilty yeah
0: put them away but yeah it's uh it's pretty interesting how this story has been a little bit hidden i haven't seen a lot of major news articles Mm -mm. major news publications talking about this
1: when it first came out it was pretty big but that was because nothing else was going on during the time i mean we were talking about who was going to win each division basically because that's all there was the NFL draft had just happened and it's not a very positive
0: story, hmm. but it's the kind of thing that I think is, it doesn't transcend sports enough. Does that make sense? So like Hernandez, hmm. any any NFL player on any team that did something that Hernandez did, the media is going to blow up over that. That's everybody's in, right? Right but you know like if a punter gets a DUI it's like a quick it's like a quick little snippet and then it's over nobody really follows up i think if anyone gets a DUI unless it's like
1: tom brady it's that way
0: right exactly duis not going to get the media attention um but if it was so let's say mike evans like let's say mike evans and tom brady for some reason, were the ones that were at that cookout, and they just somehow robbed somebody. You know what I'm saying? They robbed people. Don't you think that would be at the top of every sports center?
1: Without a doubt. Yeah. Fox News. Everybody would be on that. Yeah. And it's Tom Brady. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You wouldn't even hear really Mike Evans that much. You would just hear Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Yeah. And Mike Evans.
0: If anything, Mike Evans would be saved by the fact that Tom Brady's there because it would be that time that Tom Brady and his wide receiver.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Did you see the uh, – let's talk about this. Have you seen the the beef on Twitter?
1: I have to be a little more specific. You're right. That was a little vague. Keenan Allen. I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. that he – any day of the week, he knows that the Cheetah and – I forget who the other two players were. Tyreek, Tyre uh, Mike Kill, Evans. Mike Evans. And he meant to type in Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Well, he did because he put – no, but he he
0: accidentally tagged Chris Goodwin, oh. an accountant, oh. and everybody <laughs> was retweeting and letting him know of his error.
1: You're famous.
0: <laughs> Most of the players I saw that were answering that were in it, like Mike Evans, is like, yeah, you got the wrong dude, though. <laughs>
1: yeah, he basically was saying that he thought he was a better receiver than all of them, not faster, but overall better receiver and could separate better. What do you think? Do you think he is?
0: No. I mean, I saw one argument saying, you know, Keenan Allen's doing it with a 37 year old Phillip Rivers. But I'm like, Keenan Allen is good, but I don't think he is. He's not standout. He's not as good as those players. But at the same time, okay, so Tyreek Hill is a speedster. It's really hard to compare him.
1: Yeah, but Tyreek Hill also makes the big plays. He gets open when the time is all speed, though he's all speed. He'll slow down one day. He's a good route runner. Yeah. I mean, like, he's. That's what matters. You gotta be a good route runner. He's always he's he's open when it matters.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I would take Mike Evans over him. Uh
1: yeah. I mean if you're for your number one receiver, I would take Mike Evans. And because, I mean yeah.
0: I would take Godwin too.
1: No, I would take Cheetah. But I think the only reason you would take Godwin is because you hate the cheese. Uh no, I wasn't saying over Tyreek. Oh. I'm saying over Keenan Allen. Oh, Keenan yeah.
0: Allen's the one that's calling everybody out. Yeah.
1: I thought you were talking about Gachita.
0: No, I'm I, I would take Tyreek Hill over all of them except for the fact that he's a terrible human. Mm. So that would probably knock him down a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, the way I see it is if you're trying to be one of the best, you either if you're a fast receiver, you have to stay fast yeah. long enough to do it. Or if you're a route runner, you just gotta stay sharp on them feet. Keep going, and you
1: can you can really run the score up. You know what I'm saying. And what is Ke- uh, Keenan Allen? It, like, yeah, uh, he's not he's not a go up and get it. He's not a speedster. I mean, is it just route running? That he's, he's, a, he, he's a trash talker, is what he is. Yeah he he used to uh, say that Chris Harris
0: couldn't hold his jock strap. Right. And then like he would get shut out by Chris Harris, yeah. and still he would say, "Nah." You know that and now chris harris is on the team with him <laughs> that's gonna be some interesting practices oh from everything on twitter he's really joined in oh really yeah i mean he's really uh at least if i mean you know they're all locked up in their houses like everyone else's mm-hmm. a lot of areas like california and places like that so i mean i'm only assuming from what i've seen on twitter but chris harris has been really active and he has been uh You know, talking back and forth with a lot of players. He shares a lot of Broncos stuff still, which, respect. What do you think? Should we do the news? Yeah.
1: Let's do the news. So, today, you may have heard about it, but the Marlins players came out. 13 of them have COVID. Tested positive Two okay. staff, nine players or no, two staff, 11 players. I can do math. It affected them possibly ending their season. I've heard because they're going to have to quarantine for two weeks. But it's not every player, right?
0: I mean, it's just like a large it's amount. Not of
1: a, it's just a large amount, but it must be affecting some of the main players and stuff like that, which then would mean you would have to play bench players and bring up players from AAA and stuff like that. Not my news headline. Getting to my point. Okay. (laughs) It also affected the Phillies having to play their games against the Yankees because they just played the Marlins. Going into the NFL season, I think this is a big fear of everyone, that you start the season, players start catching it, and it ruins it. Like, one offensive lineman catches it, the whole offensive lineman group has to quarantine because they've been around him maybe even the quarterback could have. what do you think about the NFL season and how what's happened to baseball already how do you see that going with the NFL what do you think could change it so my news headline kind of is like breaking news COVID's already affecting sports and now we have to go into the NFL season
0: do the Miami Marlins misfortune does that make me weary that an NFL season will happen right my answer is it's a little bit different. So I saw a lot of people out on Twitter complaining, saying this is it, you know. And then you had some people from the NFL network saying that, oh, those people are like actively rooting against football. What's wrong with them? Their job is to cover football. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that the difference between baseball and football from what I've seen is traveling. There's a lot more travel involved in baseball, a lot more outside of your element I mean, six road games in the NFL. You can go on home stretches where if everything is shut down in your state for the most part, as we expect it to be, if the players are actually committed to playing this game to the best of their ability over other things, they'll be home, work, back. You know what I'm saying? Back and forth, rinse, repeat, over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So that's how I think it's a little bit different because you go on a home stretch, you may not lose players as much. Um, and if you're careful when you travel, having said that, yes, it's, um, it's going to be a weird season. Yeah. The NFL season is going to be weird because it's going to come down to who's healthy and that's who I think is going to win in baseball. Also, I think it's not going to be the team with the best players. It's going to be the team with the most healthy players working as a team by the end of the year.
1: Yeah. I think the big concern is in. I've heard this from some people that you get into the playoffs of the NFL season and you get a guy like Lamar Jackson, who's a difference maker for the Baltimore Ravens. They're not going to win without him, most likely. Yeah. He catches COVID. What do you do? He's perfectly healthy.
0: I mean, you just go without him.
1: Yeah, it just – it sucks because it ruins the season. It almost makes the season go null and void. What could have been, like – should that team have actually won I mean I guess there's no difference between that and an injury but th- I
0: think yeah I think the reason that there shouldn't be a quote unquote asterisk on this season is because the coronavirus is affecting everybody. So yeah you can probably say when you're looking at data and things like that to evaluate a player or to evaluate a season for a team, yeah, probably going to omit 2020 or look at it with a different glass. But as far as, like, whoever wins the championships, Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes injury feels like luck of the draw. You know what I'm saying? Now, the disease is literally, like, luck of the draw. I mean, like, who's not going to get it? Who's going to get it? Um, I think the problem is, though, this is putting people's
1: lives at risk.
0: Yeah, that's true. But at least in the NFL, they're giving people a chance to opt in and opt out.
1: Yeah, which now leads to my next story. Okay. Uh, DeAnthony Thomas... Of the Baltimore Ravens. And over the weekend, uh, Chiefs offensive lineman, Laurent Duvernay Tardif, if I'm saying that correctly, have opted... The Red,
0: out of- Red, Red,
1: that, yeah, that's what I meant to say right there. <laughs> have opted out of the season. And uh, D'Anthony Thomas is the kick returner for the Baltimore Ravens, or punt returner, one of the two.
0: So no players of real consequence, except for with the Chiefs linemen.
1: Yeah, no players of real consequence. But, do you see a trickling effect starting to happen or do you think this is just a small percentage that's doing it i think
0: we're going to see a lot of players go on the covid list i think it's good but i don't think it's
1: going to be a lot of well-paid players Mm -hmm. by covid list do you mean opting out of the season
0: yeah because well yeah you're right um sorry opting out i guess it's a i guess there's two sort of covid lists it's Opting out of the season, you get 150K um, from your next season. And I guess they just push your, like the years on your contract just roll forward, I believe. So um, then there's the other COVID list, which is like an injured reserve list, which I think is a great idea. We can talk about that in a second. But yeah, as far as players opting out of the season, especially if you're making like, let's say a player's on a, he's a really good punt returner. He's on the kick return and punt return team, okay? He's probably making somewhere around the veteran minimum. Yeah. And even that, settling for 150 k what's the veteran minimum right now? The veteran minimum is about $1 million, a little over. Really? Yeah. So at 150 k if you're like an older player and you're on the minimum, you're going for like 10% of your money, like of what you would usually make. So how many players do you think are going to opt out? Like you know what I'm saying that's a lot of money. Yeah. To just do what you've done your whole life and try to keep grinding. Now would I opt out? I don't know. I don't know. I mean I currently don't have any kids. Yeah. Um I don't
1: You don't have anyone that you could risk giving it to.
0: Right. I'm I don't live in a high risk household.
1: That's my thing is I think there's a lot of people that have new babies and have or have pregnant wives. Or,
0: Especially a lot of players.
1: Have their parents that they want to be able to see. Yeah. And that's where it gets kind of dicey. But I guess we'll see over the next coming weeks.
0: But also, but also like, I mean, you know how few football players make it to the NFL?
1: Yeah, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I'm not saying...
0: Sacrifice is something they should have already been doing.
1: I don't think we'll see a bunch of rookies cutting no, their way
0: out. no way. Definitely not young rookies. I think it'll be like... I mean, what... Who do you think the highest profile player that could be? You think like a fantasy football name? Like a name that's actually known in fantasy football rings? or
1: Say, say that again. That made no sense.
0: Yeah. No, I'm saying like the level of a person who would opt out. And I'm, try, I'm trying to think of a level. So like a punt yeah. returner is not going to be known in a fantasy football league. Right. But if it's, say, like Le'Veon Bell or like one of his backups, somebody you would actually pick up if you were playing fantasy football. That's how I defined it. Yeah sort of like a player people know the name of and a player people don't. Mm -hmm. Fantasy football has played a huge part in people knowing players' names. There's a couple of good studies on that. But, I think that I think whoever does it is going to be somebody who definitely has like a kid or some sort of situation like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody with a lower immune system, like some sort of immune system disease. I mean, anybody?
1: I don't know. I don't know who those are, but
0: yeah, I mean, well, there was Ryan Clark had sickle cell, but that was a long time ago.
1: I'm sure there's players who have fought cancer in the past. and
0: Yeah, James Conner.
1: James Conner, yeah. Like,
0: what if James Conner was actually ready to go this season? Does he even come back? Yeah. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Alex Smith cleared for football contact. Yeah. But coronavirus, he barely got to keep his leg. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think that one's a little bit more different because that's a bone injury. It's not so much an immune injury or immune disease or anything like that. Alex Smith has made enough
0: money to opt
1: out this season. Well, every most of the NFL players have.
0: No, well, okay, maybe they've made enough to do it. But what I'm saying is Alex Smith is, A, I don't think he's looking to start. B, he doesn't need to prove anything. I mean, he's always been – he is who he is right now. Mm-hmm. He's always been this guy. People sometimes wanted him to be their like saving quarterback, but now people have finally realize that Alex Smith is that guy who's really good at his fundamentals and is just above average. Mm-hmm. And he's good to show somebody else how to do it.
1: Do you think a year off for a guy like Alex Smith would be would hurt him?
0: I mean, his injury was two years ago. He's already been off. It's not even new for him.
1: I know, but like an extra year. I mean, getting a chance to start again or play again.
0: I think, I think his role on the Redskins has got to be defined as mostly just Helping trying to Dwayne make sure Haskins. Dwayne Haskins can yeah. do it, yeah. I mean, th- if you're Alex Smith, do you want to go back out there for the Redskins as a starter? Maybe as a backup, but after like a two-year recovery where you almost lose a limb, I don't know. He seemed pretty excited to get back out there and play again. Man, but you make—he's made so much money, and he's gotten—he's gotten fortunate enough outside of that injury-wise, his whole career. So many guys don't make it out of the game without chronic pain. Yeah. If I'm Alex Smith, I'm looking at the cards, and I'm just like trying to invest my money well. So
1: going ahead and just.
0: But then again, you never know when you're sitting there looking at a couple extra mil Yeah. For something that, you've done a hundred times.
1: And if you truly love the game. He's yeah. been out for two years. He Alex Smith has
0: that. to love the game. After Kaepernick, yeah. after Mahomes. I mean, he just is like, he gets to his best year with a team, and then they replace him with somebody younger.
1: <laughs> is he a sign for teams that you bring him on and start him? Whoever your backup is is about to be the next big sensation for that time.
0: I call that a Matt Flynn. Yeah. Because yeah. Matt Flynn, Russell Wilson, yeah. Matt Flynn... Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I mean, just he goes to teams, he thinks he has a shot, and then they draft a guy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think Alex Smith is necessarily that guy. But if Dwayne Haskins works out, well, no, because the first one was Kaepernick. That doesn't track. Yeah. Kaepernick's not on that team anymore. I wouldn't consider Kaepernick's time with the 49ers successful. I mean, they went to a Super Bowl, but I, I believe Alex Smith would have taken them to to that Super Bowl also. Yeah. I firmly believe that. His numbers were better. Kaepernick just could run when things weren't working. That was the only difference. And Smith, Alex Smith has got some wheels. When he was at KC, he did a lot of running because he was being chased for his life by Von Miller. That's all he did when he was at Utah. Right? He had to play at Utah. Poor Alex Smith. Never appreciated. And now, after two years of injury, he plays for a team called the The Washington Football Team. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome
1: to the Washington football team which is a good transition. we never really talked about that so we, yeah we talked about it in every podcast
0: yeah I, let's back to our team that weekly used to, update our weekly update on the team that used to be called the Redskins Uh oh don't say it and yeah I mean Washington football team and there's a lot of fairweather fans on my uh timeline and on my feed I don't know if you've seen this that are all they were all posting it like they thought this was the permanent name. Yeah. They're like, this is the best they could come up with.
1: Yeah. Nobody got the context of why.
0: Nobody was paying enough attention. There is nothing to do. People are kind of stuck at home with very few options, and people still have not taken the time to, to, read. to read just a little bit about the an, an NFL team changing its name. <laughs> That's the crazy. Washington
1: football team.
0: A name it's had for a long time. Um, But the Washington football team, I mean, my first reaction is it's a smart move. I think it's going to buy them some time for trademark purposes um, to fight that out in court. And I think it takes away some leverage from the trademark people because what they had on their side was time. They had like, oh, the Redskins have to replace that name by the end of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, when training camp starts, they have to get things in motion for the season. How now, long do you think it can go on for? Or do you think it will go on for? They could keep that name for years. Yeah, theoretically, um, it really depends on. If there wasn't a pandemic, I would expect them to have a new name rolled out mid-season. Yeah, maybe the maybe maybe before the season, but with a pandemic. And everything else going on with the Redskins specifically, mm-hmm. they've got independent investigation into why it's a frat house in there. You know, I mean, they've got bigger problems. Washington football team is a dumb name for one. Okay. Fair. But I also think that it's a smart move to just go with something so neutral. And I like the idea with the helmets. The uniforms look pretty good. And mm-hmm. they're just like, put a number up there, whatever. And, it's so funny from this perspective that everyone's hating on the Washington football team. They're like, how dumb. They don't have a name. The Cleveland Browns have been named after the first owner forever. That's no mascot. Yeah. Their helmet's just orange. Yeah. So Very it's not plain and boring. it's not the weirdest thing that they don't have a mascot. That's not the weird part.
1: It's the fact that they Said they were going to come up with one and then they just didn't. My way too early prediction is that people are going to catch on to the football team and start to like it and they'll just keep it. Really? You think that Washington football team will just catch on? Like if they come
0: out of the gate and they're good? Yeah.
1: Or sports fans are good. Sports fans are. If this takes more than a year or two, by then everyone's going to have adopted and gotten used to calling them the Washington football team. I wish that they would have called themselves the
0: Washington team football. Yeah. That way their initials would be WTF. What the (laughs) Yeah. Now they're just WFT. Yeah.
1: Really missing opportunities left and right. But I think I could see people being like, we like the idea that it's just weird and unique and we're the football team. We are the football team. Like it's the Cowboys. It's the football team. I don't, I think you're reaching. I, no, I'm probably most likely reaching, definitely. Yeah. But it, I could see it happening. I yeah, it's definitely plausible.
0: Yeah, I would give you that. I I could see people doing that. I really hope they don't. Oh yeah, no, <laughs>
1: I don't want that to happen.
0: I think this is a double-edged sword for Snyder himself because Snyder, you know, dodged all the allegations. We've talked about that. Um, there were none made it against him, and now he has extra time. What does extra time mean? Well, it's good and bad, right? I mean, he has to make a good decision in the eyes of a majority of people, which is almost impossible all the time. (laughs) The more people you have, the easier it is to disappoint, you know? Yeah. So with this extra time, the name's got to be good. Uh, A lot of Redskins fans, you know, and I don't think it's from a, a racist place at all, but a lot of Redskins fans are like, that was the name of our team forever, you know? We didn't mean anything bad by it, but it's like with ripping that away and kind of... It's kind of like you had this name brand. You know, you gave a kid a name brand. uh name brand... I almost said iPod. iPad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you saw the bill and you took it away and you got him like a... Like a Kindle. <laughs> and like the, for
1: a kid, a Kindle's no good. Or what were the old... Um, When iPods first came out, there was another brand. Zune. Zune. Yeah. The uh, Microsoft. That happened to me. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. I told my mom to get me an iPod. Everyone had an iPod. Yeah. You know, I was definitely like, I could not drive a car yet, but I knew what music was apparently. And then she got me a Zune. And you know what I did? You know what? One of my friends got one too. And we just veered into it, dude. Yeah just were all about Zune for a couple years there. (laughs) Just tried to make it happen. Didn't work. No, they folded. Yeah. And it was ugly. It was an ugly thing. Like the, the iPod was this crisp white box Mm -hmm. with the neat, uh, circle navigation in the screen. Yeah. Zune had it, the circle navigation too, with the center click, everything's the same there, but it was a more rectangle, Almost like, a, almost like calling a shot on what the phones would become like. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like what a cell phone would look like now.
1: Yeah, it was like thicker and had the rounder edges. Yeah, but it
0: was like it was thick, like a like a thing of soap.
1: Uh, yeah, like
0: a thing of soap. It was. I thick. remember them. Yeah, and mine was the the ugliest color by far. I don't know why she got this color. She ordered brown, Ugh. but she didn't look at it very closely, and it was that brown kind of neon gel material that turns into a different color. Yeah. And it was like brown, green.
1: Oh, kind (laughs) of like the metallic look that like when you turn it, sometimes it's purple, green, blue. Uh, Yeah, but less cool.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Just like mostly the colors looked like they should change when you move it. They just didn't.
1: Oh, that's fun. So
0: just parts of it were just, it looked like it could do something and it just did not do that. Yeah, I mean, the only cool thing about it, I guess, was it was Microsoft and, you know, maybe you could connect it to Halo or something. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't kept up with any gaming. But, yeah. So, it's like that. It's like wanting an iPod and getting a Zoom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which, I completely forgot that happened to me. And now that you've brought it up. Pisses you off. It actually doesn't. It's actually very funny. Yeah. I think, I I find it very funny. Because the Zoom worked. I mean, back then, everyone was just uh, getting music from... LimeWire and stuff like that, right? Yeah,
1: totally paid for. It.
0: I mean, not me. No. But never. but other people. Yeah. Would download music files.
1: All my music came straight from Apple iTunes. Yeah, I pay for three music subscriptions. I got ninety nine cents a song. I paid for every one of them. I only bought the
0: the discount songs. My library is less impressive, but it's still something. It's something to listen to, and it's cheap, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. This is a headline I saw. Okay. I don't know. We might still technically be in the news section. Um, They're saying how Jamal Adams completes Seahawks' sneaky rebuild of their new Legion of Boom. I like how the media is also going to try to name this defense. They're not not just saying this defense is going to be great. They're just going to use the same name because they're trying to get people to click on it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to ask you this. Uh, are are the Seahawks that much better? I still feel like they're lacking in the corner position. Like, they got the safety, but, I mean, I, I don't think, think they're that much better. I don't think they're even the best
0: team in their division. I mean, the 49ers were just in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, by the way, on note with this Legion of Boom question, because I think losing Dunbar. Yeah, that hurts them, and He was at corner. Exactly. So you got a safety and lost a corner. They have the two brothers. I forget their names. Oh, the Griffin brothers? Yeah. They have the Griffin brothers. Well, I mean, they lost Mc, what, McDougal?
1: Yeah. Is that his name? McDougald? McDougald or McDougal? <laughs> Bradley McDoug- McDougal. I feel like the Seahawks lost in this trade.
0: Yeah. I think the Seahawks lost too, but also I feel like now that they've paid Russell Wilson... They're just trying to surround him with pieces, and they haven't hit on any first-round picks in a long time. There haven't been any first-round picks by the Seahawks that are worth remembering. Yeah, They make a lot of good picks in the second, the third, the fourth, and then they've just been trading for players. Now, this is something. Do you think that they're going to get Jadavian Clowney back now? Because Clowney still has not signed with a team yet. I don't. I think his time in Seattle is over with. But... You don't think Jamal Adams going there maybe changes his mind. Go back to the team you were just with. It could, but he's got no offers. I mean, I still think think he'd be great with the Titans,
1: but. I think he's got offers. I think he's just waiting out this. We're trying to will him to the Titans. Yeah. Please go to the Titans. What if Clowney is that dude that just opts out? Yeah. Very well could. I mean, he's made money. He's good. Does he have
0: to sign with a team to opt out? I guess you have to because it's 150 k advance. Yeah. On your salary cap hit for the next year. So, speaking of Clowney, I've got a couple other players that have not been signed yet. And I want to run them past you and just see what you think. Okay. Okay. Notable unsigned free agents. We talked about Clowney. Everson Griffin from the uh, long time with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. But Logan Ryan, corner. Devontae Freeman. Yeah. Larry Warford, Eric Reed. Darquez, Denard, Snacks Harrison, who was literally getting traded like a year and a half ago, Delaney Walker, Drew Kirkpatrick, and Timmy Jernigan.
1: I think it's Dre Kirkpatrick.
0: What did I say? Drew. (laughs) I did? Dre Kirkpatrick. Jimmy Jernigan. Yeah. That was a joke. Timmy Jernigan. Timmy Jernigan. He's not Jimmy Turnigan. He's Timmy Jernigan. And his name is a lot more fun than he is. Um, on the field. This the one that surprises me here is uh, why has no one picked up Delaney Walker? Delaney Walker just got injured like recently, but other than that, he was a go to mm-hmm. tight end for a team that was always fielding an average or below average quarterback. Isn't he got some age on him? Yeah, but you put an aging tight end with a good quarterback, yeah. You get it still works. Rob Gronkowski just signed. That's true. He was retired. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez went on from Chiefs, Falcons, whatever. You know, he did it for a long time. Like, really good tight ends just do it for a long time. Yeah. And Delaney Walker isn't with the Titans because he got hurt this past year, and the guy that filled in for him is cheaper and was doing it about as well. And you Mm. know what? From what I heard, Walker was helping him be better. I could see the Patriots signing him. They always like to have the two tight ends. I can't believe they haven't already. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of curi- curious why not. Uh, what about Devontae Freeman? Now, he's a guy yeah. I've never been big on, but, I mean. He's a solid running back.
1: He's. Solid, I <sighs> saying. He's not great.
0: No, he's his problem is he needs volume. He needs to get a lot of rushes because he just doesn't have a very good average most of the time. Right. That might be why. I mean no team is so depleted at running back where they need him. Yeah. Now, all these free agents are going to get shots, right?
1: Maybe. Maybe not.
0: I think that um teams are going to start looking very different if they play through this season. Yeah, that's like might have smaller rosters or No, they're going to have I think they've been approved to have 80 players. Oh, okay. on the roster during the year, if I'm not mistaken. Um but they're going to you're going to need more people. You're going to need more players to field a good team because people are going to be getting hurt. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how teams expand. And when they bring in these extra players and then you have to trim it down for next year, do maybe some guys that weren't in the building pre COVID season, take jobs from other guys post COVID season. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I think that this is going to have a lot of long, reaching effects 2020 we can just go ahead and agree it's a fail 2020 is such a bad year yeah this if 2020 had happened in 2000 it would be so much worse oh yeah because people would think this is definitely the end yeah the numbers of the year changed so it's all over all right is that everything you had to cover yeah that's everything i had all right i'm ian i'm harrison and we're out